Welcome to the latest episode of Cool Culture Corner, where we discuss ways how we can better involve our teams for better productivity, better profits, and growth. I'm your host for Cool Culture Corner, Ken Bader, and I have a great guest today. I know the last few episodes, uh, you've heard my rambling, but I'm back to having great guests so you don't have to just listen to me. You can listen to somebody that's at least as intelligent, maybe even more knowledgeable than I am. My awesome guest today is Candice Bax Friesen. It took me a while to get that right, uh, and she wrote, or I should say, uh, was part of a collaboration that I was so proud to be a part of, a book named From No Worth to Self-Worth. And her chapter was on the female entrepreneur mindset. And we're going to get into that. But let me tell you a little bit about her before I welcome her to the show. Candace is passionate about helping people reach their financial dreams. And don't we all need that? She is highly motivated. She's a highly motivated woman who has passion for helping others succeed in life and business. She is a mother of four. Wow, that's a full job in and of itself. Top performing realtor, entrepreneur, money coach, and speaker. Candace has been a real estate investor since 2001. One, and she has a candid approach to business and affinity for getting past the fluff. And if you listen to my show more than once, you know I like that. And getting to the root of each challenge for her clients so that they get a lot done. I can go on and on, but Candice, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure and an honor to have you. And I want to talk first, since this is Cool Culture Corner, yeah, I want to talk about one of the things that you mentioned right at the beginning of the chapter of your of, or your chapter of the book, which is few people understand the challenge of maintaining a sense of self-worth better than a female entrepreneur. Tell us a little bit more about that concept. Yeah, I think that uh, anytime you're going to be starting a business or, or whatever it is, there's going to be challenges. But um, yeah, I think women, you know, traditionally had more challenges and I think that's getting better. Um, but there's lots of stuff that, that comes in the way of, of getting a business started. And sometimes that can be, it's different for everybody, right? But, but being a mom and being an entrepreneur has its own challenges. I think more, again, traditionally than, than men. Um, women also have different types of relationships with friends. And so sometimes that can get in the way of like, you know, who do you think you are? Those kinds of things. Right. And so, yeah, I think that as a woman, you know, you have different challenges that are going to come up and, uh, and sometimes it's easy to just say, well, maybe I should just stick to what I'm doing. Right. And, and not start a business and not keep going, but, um, yeah, it's, it's getting past and it, it all goes back to mindset, but it's getting past whatever the challenges are. And that's mm -hmm. no different for men as well, but um, getting past the challenges of life and pushing forward through whatever the mindset blocks are that, that you're facing. Well, there's definitely, it, it, they're not better or worse. They're just different challenges. I believe, yeah. you know, not, not being a mom or even a parent, you know, I wouldn't understand that. And for those of you in the audience that haven't picked up on the accent yet, my new friend Candace is from Canada. But it's interesting because I know from a lot of my female colleagues here in the U.S., there was kind of this 
whether you want to call it movement or theme for a while of, hey, as a woman, I could have it all. I could be this awesome mom. I could be yeah. this awesome business person, uh, whether it be entrepreneur or executive or team leader or what have you. Be a great yeah. wife, too. I can have it all. And then somewhere along the line, I don't know exactly when that myth just blew up. I don't know if that's been the same in Canada or if it's been a little different. Maybe it's so cold over there, you have more time to do more stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's important to continue to strive for whatever your dream is. But it's like the, the work-life balance myth. That there's no work-life balance either, right? You know, we... As an entrepreneur, we have to integrate, I call it work-life integration. There's, there's the pieces that you have to, you know, put together and somehow it's this messy day every day of like, okay, well, the kids have clean clothes and everyone's fed and well, let's call that a day of, you know, it's a successful day, right? You know, like we, we have this image that everything's going to be perfect and social media, I think, plays into that a lot, but we have to be realistic in that everything's not this perfect there's no perfect out there right um so i think that we can have it all but it's you know what's the priority of the day right i'm I'm not going to be baking pies and you know selling five houses in the same day but maybe i'll bake a pie at some point and i'll sell some houses too and I, i gotta call that a success and that's a win right can you, can you just bake the pie? I, I really like pie, and my wife makes awesome pies. So what's what's the, what's the number one pie you make, Candace? Actually, That's probably the most important question I'll ask you in this show. I hate baking. My kids have to go to their grandmas <laughs> to bake. You That's know why that, I use pie. I don't do that anyway. <laughs> well, it's funny because I found from my wife she's unusual in that she's an awesome cook and an awesome baker that that usually isn't the case usually you yeah. gravitate to one because it's kind of a different mindset yeah. per se to stick with the whole mindset yeah. theme that we yeah. got yeah <laughs> you're a lucky man because i think food's the way to any guy's heart anyway so yeah you got you got that right yeah i yeah. think i've gained like 30 40 pounds in 10 years of marriage but uh yeah. but that's a good thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyhow be that as it may um i as i said with other uh co-collaborators from this book that i've literally had the privilege to talk to on my shows um i loved every chapter uh as i said before i believe even on this podcast i had been a part of a couple of book collaborations before and mm-hmm. to use a very highly technical um, MBA term, um, they sucked. But uh, <laughs> that wasn't the case with this. I was very, very, very pleasantly surprised. I read the mm-hmm. whole book, and I enjoyed every chapter. Some spoke to me more than others, but every chapter was really well done. And yeah. one of the things that really popped out at me um, with your chapter which is something I hear a lot of lately is remember why you started. Because yeah. especially when it comes to, to culture building or culture enhancement, team building, whatever you want to call it, yeah, this last year or two has, you know, sorry, has been a bastard for some businesses yeah. and some yeah. teams. And I think, yeah, that remember why you started concept is really important. Talk more about that. I'll finally shut up for a change. <laughs> 
I think it, we can get so distracted. Like you said, you know, it, it could be COVID right now. It could be anything, right? Uh, again, running a business throws different wrenches at you all the time and things that are coming up. And it can be really disheartening sometimes or it can be really distracting, whatever you're going through. Um, you know, you could lose a key employee and it could just like, you could just be completely distracted by that or you could have someone pass away or, you know, there, life happens and um, things happen in business. And sometimes it's, it's just like, you know, maybe I could just go work somewhere and it would be that much easier. You know, why am I actually doing all this? Um, and so often when you talk to entrepreneurs, it's really about, you know, I wanted to give back in, in a more meaningful way, right? Like, yes, you got to make money, but you know, having employees is, you know, you could be really proud as an entrepreneur when you hire employees and, you know, you're allowing them to, um, you know, help their fi families financially. Right. And, and things like that. And I think that's a big driving force with entrepreneurs and, but when you hit, get hit with COVID or, or whatever the, the thing is that um, knocks you down that day or that month or that year, uh, sometimes it's like, why am I doing all this? You know, I could just go work for somebody and it would be that much easier. And yeah, why? Right. Yeah. And so I think so often, no matter what the struggle is in life, I have to go back to like, okay, why am I doing this? What's the purpose? And keep moving forward based on that. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see that with, especially lately with a lot of small business owners. And it, yeah. it, it trickles through the morale and culture of the whole team, whether it's a team of two people or 200, when, yeah. you know, the owner or the CEO is spent. And, you know, one, yeah. of, one of those, one of the easiest ways to kind of get back you know, to some kind of semblance of moving forward is you know, remember why you did this damn thing in the first place. Um, yeah. The other thing which I thought was was spot on from your chapter is defeat fear through action. And I think the two of them go together. I think sometimes, yeah. sometimes, yeah, I, I heard this a long time ago. I don't remember exactly who said it. Uh, otherwise, I would give him or her credit for it. But I use it a lot is that, you know, the cure for your know, depression, whether it's, you know, depression, you know, in an economy, a depression in an individual, or even depression in a business is, is action. You know, it's yeah. movement. You know, if you, if you know, don't sit on the on the couch, don't sit on the chair. You know, sometimes just going around the block is yeah. is the beginning of the movement that gets you out of there. Um, yeah. Same thing with cultures. Talk talk more about that and and what you say in the book. Yeah, well, I think well, an example just from my own life when when COVID came, then it was like this big unknown, right? So as a real estate agent, I was considered essential. And um, the market's been crazy, right, for the last couple of years here in Canada and in the States the same. But um, I was like, well, what is this going to be now? You know, so you can have that fear of like, okay, I'm going to be shut down. Um, my husband and I have rental properties, as you mentioned in the intro. Yeah. Are they going to be able to pay? How am I going to pay thousands of dollars worth of mortgages? You know, you can get very swept up in, in the fear of everything mm -hmm. or you can say all right if this is coming what does that mean for me and how can I go at this with wisdom of course and um, the best you know mentally right um, to going forward into you know a storm 
of unknown. So, well, I got to take care of my body. So right away, it's like, hey, we're going to eat healthy. We're going <laughs> to take vitamins, make sure we have enough food, make sure our finances are sort of taken care of, talk to the bank, right? And so like you said, it's all these action steps. Yeah. We don't know what we're getting into, but we, we're going to like make sure that we're ready um, as best we can holistically, everything involved, our life, our finances, our relationships, make sure the kids are okay, right? And continually check in with everybody. So that's kind of what we did. So again, what we could have done was just sat back and said, well, I don't know what this is going to be. And, you know, I'm just going to wait and sit and wait. But right away, it's like, hey, we're going to take action on this and do everything we can to to tackle this the best we can. And so again, I think fear makes us stay still, right? And the best thing you can do is to continue to take action. So if this doesn't work, you know, if if a new competitor enters the market, well, okay, we're going to take double the action in our sales. We've got to, you know, get in contact with our, our clients, make sure our team itself is very strong brainstorm think of different ways that we can you know deal with our competitor so no matter what the challenge is it's just sitting back and waiting is usually not not the solution now there are times when you have to do some brainstorming and you got to sit back and really consider what's happening so yeah that's part of it but you know just you know fly around and take action for the sake of taking action right but um but continuing to move forward is is so crucial yeah. Well, you you took action by agreeing to be a part of this collaborative book um, yeah. that, again, I will say I am very happily and pleasantly surprised at how good it is. Um, maybe I should have had better expectations, but um, it's, it's, it's really good and it has something for, for everybody out there. Yeah, yeah. What, what was what was your motivation? Because I'm sure, you know, with being a mom, being an entrepreneur, being a wife, you weren't sitting around going, boy, I'd really like to be a part of a collaborative book project and write a yeah. chapter from scratch. You know, something about it was a motivating factor to be a part of it in, in passionately write the chapter that you wrote. What was what was the motivation behind being a part of the collaboration and, and exactly what you wrote in the book? The biggest thing for me that I want to do in my life is just to have impact. And, and that's kind of my, my daily motto is, you know, um, be intentional, create impact every day, right? And I think that if you, you can only have so much impact <laughs> And with the people around you, and that is important, Mm -hmm. but ultimately, you know, you want to be able to reach as many people as you can. And when you go through something like COVID and you see how it's affected everybody in different ways, then, you know, I think the timing of the book was so crucial um, where people have gone through a lot of stuff and, you know, they've lost their jobs, businesses have crashed and it, and, you know, the 2008 recession, for example, of course, um, the U.S. was impacted by that a lot more dramatically and in different areas, especially. Um, and I would say Canada didn't really feel that as much. Um, locally, our market's very diversified. So, you know, we didn't feel it at all in certain sectors again. But in general, it was kind of life continued on. But but just hearing stories of how the lasting impact of that, right, that people, you know, it was 10 years before people kind of felt like they could recover. And, 
you know, families were impacted, businesses were impacted. And, you know, it's the, the ripple effect is bigger than any of us ever, um, I think, really acknowledge when we go through these things. Um, so I think that no matter what you went through, through COVID or 2008 or, or whatever that is in your life, um, it can be really hard sometimes, especially as a business owner. I think that if your business fails, you take it as I failed and yeah. your, your self-worth is really wrapped up in, in how your business is doing. Um, and that could be with work too, you know, that when people retire, they have a hard time. Like my identity is completely like, who am I now that I'm not a CEO or I'm not, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so no matter what people are going through as, as teenagers, you know, the book addresses that too, but no matter what you're going through, if you, if you're a veteran and you've now had to again shift and who am I, who am I after that season of life? Right. Um, but no matter who you are, I think that we all have been through really hard times or we're going through hard times and just to really see through people's stories that there is another side to it, right? There's mm -hmm. another side after the struggle and just to, hopefully give people hope that no matter what they're going through in this case, you know, my chapter is about being an entrepreneur, but no matter what you're going through as a struggle, there is another side. And to really, you know, I end the, the chapter, just ask for help because we can feel so alone in whatever struggle we're in, but there's somebody else who's done it pretty much for any struggle, you know, somebody has yeah. gotten through it out there. And as we continue to share our hard times, it helps us to be able to heal and get through it. Yeah, a great, great synopsis and great point. Yeah, I think you know, for for small businesses, whether they're in U.S. or Canada or what have you, that are are trying to bounce back, um, or even let's forget COVID and and anything, yeah. the Great Recession and so forth. Yeah, sometimes you know you 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 fall on your behind. Um, and I was literally just in a routine that I do practically every morning, just reading something this morning about you know, how Henry Ford said, you know, the most valuable thing you have is experience. And if mm -hmm. that was an unfortunate experience, don't, you know, try to suppress it. Let's learn from it. Like yeah. most entrepreneurs will say, and let's, let's not make the same mistake, but let's, let's embrace it. Let's leverage it and say, yeah, we screw, yeah. I screwed this up. Let's, let's learn from it myself. Let's help other people learn from it. And let's, let's move on to fun mm -hmm. intended another chapter. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, we, yeah, we just always end up thinking that the failure is, is us. Right. But when we can see it as, you know what, failures happen to everybody. Right. Like if a business fails, it's like I failed, but somebody else, they could start a job and the job maybe doesn't, isn't the right fit. And they just move on to another job and it's no yeah. big deal. But somehow when we're business owners, we put all this extra pressure on ourselves that we can't fail or if we failed, you know, but it could just not be the right fit. And so often what, what I find when I talk to different business owners is like, this is just a journey. Like, you know, they started a business in a different area and now they're doing this instead, or, you know, they've, they've shifted, they've moved on. Um, they've learned something and they've taken advantage of a new opportunity that's come up and, you know, just, just get started because you never know where it's going to take you. Um, uh, but it's never the end. It's just a journey. It's just a path. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
for for those folks out there that that aren't at the end <laughs> that we are all hope we're not at the end right yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah. don't know but well it depends uh yeah. but for those that aren't at the end uh who are at the beginning or maybe even a new beginning um how can our audience find you as a coach as a mentor they want to get some real estate tips they want to buy you know vacation summer vacation home not winter vacation home in 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 the winnipeg in the winnipeg area how can they best uh find candace out there yeah so my uh my money coaching um is through investorsmarts.ca so that would be the easiest just to uh google that so investor smarts and then dot ca ca is for canada exactly yeah you yeah. got to remember that ca and not dot com that's a right. u.s deal uh but candace i really enjoyed our conversation thank you so much for being here today yeah thank you Thank you again. And thank you to all of you that have watched, actually listened to this episode of Cool Culture Corner. And as always, here's hoping that you have a Cool Culture Corner at Unique Business. Now a word from our sponsor, Bader Training and Consulting. BTC has recently partnered with the Success Corps to offer the podcast for business success package. Launching a podcast allows your business to engage directly with your established audience, strengthening an existing bond while simultaneously developing future relationships with prospects who they may have never done business with or met otherwise. Ken Bader and Sean Douglas utilize branding, culture, and strategy to increase engagement between company and customer by launching your uniquely branded, strategically designed podcast fostering customer relations and business growth. Ken and Sean have hosted over 1,000 podcast episodes across multiple shows and channels. You can watch live, in person, or virtually as they speak at most podcast events around the country, highlighting their expertise as icons of influence in the podcasting space. Ken and Sean not only teach the art of podcasting, but are well-known and respected practitioners launching dozens of top-rated shows between them and their clients. Ken is also a frequent contributor to Podcast Magazine. Rather than launching your podcast on your own, wouldn't it make sense to have not one but two icons of influence teach you how? Of course it would. So harness the power of your past to launch your future with a perfectly branded podcast. Contact BTC at Info at btcinc.net today with podcast package in the subject line for more information today.